Hello, Scary Dolls. I'm Andy. I'm Ashley. I'm Caro. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast live show. Live show. Live podcast. Yay. And we are traveling around the world today, virtually. <laughs> Virtual travel. Via Podbean. From our research. <laughs> Not literally. I wish. That'd be <laughs> awesome. It would be, right? Yes. Like, we especially were... reading about all these places, like Italy. Oh, I was like, I want to go to Italy so bad, but I not know. visit any of these urban legend sites. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> There's so many. So there are so many stories that I read um, on the country that was there, Japan. And there's so many haunted small towns over there. Yeah. Like really? hundreds, hundreds. Yeah. So I had to stop myself from doing them because we have haunted towns like on our list. So I was like, oh, no, uh, these would be good for that episode. Yeah. I think you say like a second episode of Urban Legends. There's so many. Yeah. So many. We, you know, we should try to do like hit every country. Yeah. And like cities and then, oh, yeah, we got this. (laughs) I heard it here first. (laughs) Well, okay. I guess I'll start us off. Mine is in um, Italy. So we're going to travel to Italy right now. And the first urban legend that I came across was actually kind of cool and it has a a cool backstory. Um, It's called The Mouth of Truth. And I'm not going to try and and say it in Italian because I'm going to butcher it really bad. But just try basically, it. <laughs> basically, um, it is a Roman statue, and it has been conserved that it has attracted the attention of curiosity and tourists from all over the world. And um, it's basically an ancient stone mask, like it's in the form of like a mask, and it's supposedly from the classical period that represents a river god. It has an open mouth, wide eyes, and a flowing mane of hair. And it's like, it's kind of huge. It didn't give me the actual dimensions of it, but it's it's pretty big. And the reason that this is so famous is because apparently if a liar puts their hand in the, in the mouth, and if they're lying, then the mouth will take their hand. So they'll lose their hand. So like someone has to ask them a question, like, let's say um, I was asking like, God, like, did you have hot Cheetos today? And she did, but she's like, no, I didn't. And she has her hand in the mouth. Her hand would, like, you'd lose your hand. Oh, damn. Yeah. So the legend comes from uh, the Roman times where it said that a rich wife of a woman noble was accused of adultery. The woman denied the accusations, but her husband wanted to put her to the test by making her put her hand inside the stone mouth. She knew perfectly well that she was lying, but she came up with a very clever strategy in front of a group of curious bystanders who gathered at the mouth of truth. The man who was actually her lover did embrace her and kiss her in front of everybody. But she actually pretended that he was like a madman and like he was crazy and like the crowd, the the townspeople like chased him away. So when her husband asked her the question, if he, if she's kissed anyone um, else besides him, She said, I have never kissed any other man apart from my husband and the poor madman who just kissed me right now. And in this way, she was certain that she hadn't lied and therefore her hand did not um, 
didn't she didn't lose her hand. So basically after that, she found like a loophole around it. So the the stone pretty much kind of in that time lost like its um, credibility. Um, but it no longer it, lo- it no longer carried out its function after that. But it's still like a people around the world now will go and take pictures with their hand inside it and like all this kind of stuff. So it's like a little urban legend that your hand will you'll lose it if you lie in the hand of the mouth. <laughs> I was like, girl, that's clever. Like finding a loophole <laughs> of that. Dude, I can't stop laughing. She's fucking smart. She's like, Ooh, you know what I kept thinking? I don't know you. You know what I kept thinking of? Hand, foot, and mouth. The, the child, the baby, the baby sickness. Hand, foot, and mouth. Oh, yeah. That's what I kept thinking of when you were saying that. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Oh yeah, Good for her. Dirty. I guess. I, <laughs> I mean, poor husband, but right. Okay, and another one I found um, is the urban legend of Striga, Striga, S T R I G A. Basically, this is like a demon sort of creature, um, and it was actually derived from the Korskian myth of the Stieg, which is a witch or a beast of some sort of like mammal-like creature. Um, it is said to resemble a woman, or it could resemble a bat or a dog or even a rat. It is an omen, but rather a bringer of harm and fear. So if you see this creature, um, you're just going to get like very scared. It's going to like... Um, cause you harm but like within your family so it's not like harm to yourself it's mainly like a you know like bad juju or something like that um it is also said to take the form of a female thing that's literally what it says female thing (laughs) and it is supposed to feed on the blood and often parasites of men and children so they they kind of like link it to being some sort of like vampire in the Slavic mythologies, that's that's what it's mostly known as is like a vampire. So basically, it's like a demon-like witchy vampire creature um, that will feed on men and children, um, like the blood, and it will cause like bad juju or like um, harm if anyone sees it. Um, another one that is kind of what I thought of was kind of weird, which I don't know if it's like, I think it's the same thing as a bad omen because it's called the, the Dao. And it's kind of like a mountain creature that is, is basically described as like a goat like creature. Um, and it lives in the mountains, but the, the weird thing is that it has four legs that are of different lengths. So the two the two legs that are facing the mountain, which I'm assuming um, the animal can only walk like sideways. It can't walk like any other direction. So the two legs that are facing the mountain, like inward, those are the longest um, of the legs. And the ones on the outer side are the shortest. So therefore, if it went in different directions, like it would probably fall down the mountain and die. Um, but if you find the goat and you see it, it's basically supposed to 
like if you're climbing the mountain or something like for sport, I don't know who would do that, but if you do do that, um, if you see this creature like in the distance or something, it's supposed to bring like bad juju to you and you're supposed to like go down the mountain because if you continue, it could mean that you would like be going towards your death or something like that. Um, another one that I thought was actually really cool was um, they have their own version of like, um, you know, like giving ojo or something. They have their own version, which is called, I'm going to butcher it. Do not judge me. Um, Malochio. Malochio is basically like evil eye in, which is in modern Italy is evil eye. But to this day, people still believing it. And it's like a powerful curse. Um, It is said that you can only get rid of it by wearing red, even if you wear like red underwear or um a red string like around your um wrist i even seen like modern italy um like women can wear like red hair, hair ties pony, ponytails and chongos um and it's basically like you have to because like for us like you know when you're like oh you're gonna give me a whole like touch like touch whatever you're gonna say is so beautiful or cute well in this one the malachio is you have to say like a kind of a not a prayer but it's some saying I couldn't find the saying of it though but it's a saying that you have to say while you're touching this object but instead of just touching it you have to do like a little sign of like the cross and that's supposed to get rid of uh, the malochio or evil eye Mm. I thought that was cool I was like hey they have a modern day like we do um and some more ones that we get into that are like way more crazy um there is a house that is supposedly right on um what is it called okay I know I'm gonna like I know the word is in my mouth but the beautiful canal that they you know that are in movies and stuff where all the houses are lined against in Italy what is that called um like the cookie cutter houses yeah, like you know, like in movies where you see like two lovers rolling down like the canal, and there's like little oh, houses, like condos or what? Yeah, no, they're like little, little houses. Pathway. Yeah, and it's like you can only get there like by boat. I forgot what it's I, called. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. Okay. So there's uh, supposedly this house, and it's called the Kill House, which is it's been known. And the legend is that the house was built in 1479 and it was built for Giovanni Dario. He was the secretary of a veteran Republic Senate and he lived there. He wanted the house to be built. So they built it for him. And when he died, the house was inherited by his daughter um, and her husband. But after a while, the husband lost all of his possessions. He lost money um, in the job that he was. that he was in and basically like um they lost everything and so they were he was actually the the husband was stabbed to death in the house and the daughter ended up killing herself by plunging out of the window into that canal and a little later um their son uh Vicencio Jr was actually killed by some mysterious assassins right after he inherited the house from his parents. 
Coming a few years later, the house was um, abandoned. Um, and these people, like this big company, bought the house. And it was, oh, no, no, no. I skipped ahead. Alessandro Barbario was a descendant of the Vicencios. So um, the husband and wife that died in the house, he in, actually, after the son died, inherited the house in the 19th century. He decided to rebuild it and um, like sell it like a, for himself, like sell it and make it make money off of it. But he sold it to Arbit Abdal, who was a rich diamond merchant who also quickly lost all of his wealth. He, his company plummeted. Um, his, I think his wife had left him and he died very poor right after that. After that, another owner took ownership and he died mysteriously inside the house with his lover. Perhaps they were thinking it was a murder-suicide. So basically anybody that rents this house um, will die and, and lose all of their riches. So the house has been called the Kill House and it's been a um it's been like abandoned, but this uh this company took it over and therefore they know like if they rent it out or sell it out to anybody, like it the curse might come true. And the reason they think this is because they have suspected that the house was built on like um ancient burial ground, and that's probably why. Um so there was one guy who did buy the house who was a famous singer in Italy. His name was Mario De Monaco. And he was actually in a terrible car accident right after purchasing the house. Like, um, like he had put an offer in the house and they were going through the process before he actually bought it. And he got in a terrible car accident and he didn't die. But after that, he was so shaken up that he decided to pull his offer from the house and not. Um, not go into it again. So this house has been dubbed the kill house. Um, another legend that I found, um, I couldn't, I couldn't get anything from it, but I saw this YouTube video, um, that this guy did of it. And it's actually the, um, what is that? It's a museum of like weird, weird things in Italy. I forgot what it was called, but there's this one room where it's basically um, like dubbed the room where purgatory, it's like the, the room of like purgatory, like between heaven and, and like hell. And um, before it was just like a shrine, it was just like a museum. But then all of a sudden people started noticing um, apparitions like in there when they would take pictures, they started noticing like weird um, feelings in there. And if you had like a Bible or some sort of like paper that had any kind of like prayers on it, there would be handprints on there. But it was like if they were burned onto the page. So now the legend is, is that that room of purgatory is where some souls like in Italy, like if you die, will go if they are in between heaven and hell and they'll stay there until eternity or until they are able to cross over and that's what i found on italy guys <laughs> that's it so you know what it reminds me of um it's like their version of murder house yes exactly 
I was like, Ooh. but it's like an actual museum. Like it's really huge, like in Italy. That's interesting. I want to go. I know. I, I know. After reading this, I was like, I didn't think Italy because not there's not a lot of ghost stories like in Italy, but it's they have a lot of like urban legends and stuff. Yeah, I was like, wow, I didn't expect that. <laughs> I, I just wanted to do Italy because it's Italy. Well, yeah, everybody loves Italy. I know. And you know what? Like, I've never heard any urban legends from Italy, so I learned something today. <laughs> Italy's haunted. Yeah, it's haunted. <laughs> We're all haunted. It's just you know, <laughs> the ghosts want to bother people that are not us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that TikTok yeah. you sent me, Carl. Oh, yeah, that one was a good one. Was we need scary? to send it to Ashley. Yeah, yeah. so like, I'm fine. I was debating yeah. on like to send it to you because I know that's yeah. why I didn't send it to you. <laughs> so it's basically these two girls. They're in the bathroom. I wonder if we can share it on Facebook. I'll try it. Um, but there's these two friends in the bathroom, and like they're just recording each other, and you see like a figure come out of one of the stalls, and then like it disappears. Yeah, like it didn't cross the other girl. Like it didn't cross the girl. You and you can tell, like, there wasn't a door where they were walking. It was, like, another wall or something, and they just disappeared. I watched it, like, a million times. Yeah, me too. And it was looking straight at them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nah, I'm so fine. Weird. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't See, send it. And that's why we didn't send it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't send it. Thank you. But we could probably post it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see if we can post it like on our Facebook or something on our um VIP or was it fan page? Sorry, I keep calling it a VIP page. <laughs> VIP. The VIP. Wait, who's oh. next? You. Me? Yes. Oh my lord. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start because well, I picked Mexico mostly because I'm Mexican and because you know I love Mexico. I'm all about it. So I don't know if you guys have heard um, this story. It's called La Mano Pachona. And I know it sounds funny, but it just basically means like a hairy hand. So this one, my mom would always tell me this story, but um, this is one of the most famous legends in Mexico. It happened in like 1908. So there was this man, he owned like, he was really rich. He owned, I think, I don't know if it was a pawn shop, something like that, but he would take advantage of like the poor people. Like they would go and give him rings and he would like charge them super high interest. And he like never gave back to the community and, or like charities or anything. And he would wear all the rings that the people would pawn him, like stack them up on his fingers, like real flashy. So um, he was like one of those people that were like, you know, like, ugh. so he died. Uh, I think he got really sick one day and he died and his wife took all the money and gave him like the cheapest funeral ever. Like, I guess, I don't know why, (laughs) but she gave him like the cheapest funeral and took off with all the money. And so for some reason, um, well, the only person that was able or that wanted to even go to his funeral was just the priest. So um, the priest was the only one there. They buried the guy. And um, I guess at midnight, um somebody saw like his grave moving I think it was the guy that you know they always have people that work at the at the cemeteries and this hand came out and 
after that, like the hand would just go into the towns and at night he would like climb on people and gouge their eyes out and then like take kids. My mom would always tell me this, that if you don't behave, it would drag you out of your bed and drag you to hell, the hand. And so that's oh the story God. of the mano pachona. <laughs> oh, and no. Because it's just a hand. Like all I could picture is the hand from like the, Ad- the Adams family. family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this one would literally climb up people's legs and like, you know how you grab someone's face? Like it would just grab the whole face and like yank their eyes out. And then, yeah, so that that was one. And (laughs) the name just made me laugh. Like, really? La Mano Pachona? It sounds so Um, This one is the Kukui. Everybody knows the Kukui, but I always like to talk about it because I always tell my little baby niece, I'm like, the Kukui is going to come get you. So it's like really known. The Kukui is a creature that kidnaps children who don't behave. He is like, a small guy with glowing red eyes and he has big ears like a bat and his mouth is full of razor sharp teeth. So when night falls, the gugui hides in your closet, under your bed. He like can take shapes of shadows and he watches you silently until you fall asleep. And then um, he pounces on you, takes you to his lair and eats you. And that is why everyone says uh, to be careful. You always tell the little kids, you know, like, the cuckoo is going to get you. So that was one. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has heard of la planchada. Planchada, like to planchar, it means to iron. So this is the story of a nurse. Um, she's seen in hospitals in central Mexico. The nurse is seen wearing like an old-fashioned nurse's uniform. And the thing is, this uniform is always very like crisp. And like you can, I don't think ghosts, iron their clothes but you can tell that this ghost is a very like proper ghost and so in the 1930s there was a nurse named Eulalia so she was known to always wear crisp iron uniforms and she was one of the best nurses in the hospital so one day like this handsome young doctor joined the hospital staff and they fell in love and they started going out and eventually they got engaged so shortly after the doctor left to like a seminar and she waited for him a week and he never came back. She waited for him two weeks and he never came back. And so she, somebody told her, you know, that when he was at that seminar, um, he fell in love with a girl there and he married her. And this broke um, Eulalia, I think that's her name, Eulalia's heart. Like she broke her heart. She was depressed. And then eventually she started kind of like, deteriorating in health and then she kind of uh, started neglecting her patients and um, one of her patients actually died because she was just so depressed and then she ended up dying and now they see her at the hospitals and it is said that they see her at the hospitals and she's wearing her like old uniform and it's always so crisp and ironed and that's why she's called La Planchada but she returns as a spirit nurse because she feels guilty for her neglect to her patients. And she feels like she has to take care of patients for eternity. So that is the Blanchada, which basically translates to the ironed woman, which is kind of messed up. Like I don't be known as an ironed woman just because my stuff is ironed. Um, (laughs) But I mean, it sounds cool. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> the Iron Woman. <laughs> this dude, okay, this other um urban legend or whatever, it's random. Like it's random as hell. It doesn't make any sense. So it's called El Sombrerón. Sombrero is like hat. So this is just the man with a big hat. So this is a man with a big hat dressed in all black. He preys on young women. Um, and also he has a weird obsession with braiding hair. So sometimes people would wake up and their horse, their horses like manes and tails were braided. That is so random. And when what? the yeah, and when the sombreron couldn't find horses to braid hair, he would braid the dog's hairs. So I think <laughs> this is just, it's just like super random. And he finds women Sorry. with large eyes and long hair. So, I mean, I have long hair. So when I read this, I was like, oh, shit, what the heck? Your hair is going to so get braided. Supposedly. <laughs> I know. So, but, but it has a weird ending. Like, he finds women that he likes. He serenades them. He pulls out this big silver guitar, serenades them. He enchants the girl, takes her back to his plate place, and then he feeds her dirt for dinner. And the dirt is supposed to make them, like, unable to sleep. So eventually they can't sleep, right? So like from lack of sleep, they just start to get sick and they eventually die. And so supposedly, like if you want to break that, you see someone getting sick or you, I don't know, you, and they have long, beautiful hair, you have to cut it and get her hair blessed. And oh, that's the sombrero <laughs> one. <laughs> Dude, I, like Mexico is so funny. They're so dramatic. Oh my God. What? <laughs> Like, it makes no sense. How, like, how do you... Okay, it doesn't matter. But I really like that one because I have long hair. Oh and this God. one, I think everybody has heard about this one. I'm not really sure. It's called La Pascualita. Um, La Pascualita is a famous mannequin in Chihuahua, Mexico. So this mannequin is, is known for having, like, very lifelike features. Um, so she's been at this window for over 90 years. And people can't get over how, like, real life she looks. Um, People go travel there just to see her and they don't think she's a mannequin. They think she was like once a bride. And so back then when she was first displayed, people would notice that she looked kind of like the owner of the store. So the story is that the owner's daughter died on her wedding day because she was bit by by a black widow spider. And so somehow they kind of wanted to keep her there forever, which is kind of weird. So some people that shop at that Bridal stores say that she follows them around with her eyes. So if you take a close look, she also has like veins on her legs and wrinkles on her eyes, like if she's getting old. And also her fingernails grow and they have to get them trimmed. So um, she's very human-like and she also like sometimes they find her like a little bit moved, like whenever they close and then they open back up the next day, she's like in a different position. And if you stare at her like, if you just keep staring at her, people say that you can tell that she just smirks at you. And that's the Pascualita. I mean, there's the story is no way like more crazy. But if you look at the pictures, she looks like a person. Like she nope. looks just like a person in a wedding I, dress. I think and, I know what you're talking about. My grandma showed me that picture before, I think. Yeah. And like what what um, mannequin has. Who goes out of their way to put veins in their mannequins and fingernails? <laughs> yeah, it looks like um, like like silicone almost. She doesn't even Ew. look like yeah. yeah. 
they made it like all realistic and stuff yeah and so it's like a real big tourist attraction like i really want to go one day just to go see her i'm gonna look it up because i'm curious now yeah la pascualita i want to hear you get scared yeah look (laughs) it up right now i might just like everybody should look it up (laughs) what is it called la what pascualita p-a-s-d-u-a-l-i-t-a Pasqualita. Oh hell no! Uh uh-uh. uh, that's a doll. I think she's gorgeous. <laughs> that is a doll. Like, I feel like she she comes to life at night and can do some shit. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, she's kind of gross. <laughs> Why? Don't say that. She's gonna come get you now, Ash. Okay, you're very beautiful. Remember when I, I told you about the porcelain doll? Same thing goes for mannequins. Yeah. Mannequins. Nice to mannequins, y'all. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to come visit you in your dreams. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to take in a leave PM like I did last night and just knock out. <laughs> you're going to put yourself in a drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you could just drink. That's what yeah. put us asleep. True. <laughs> Those are mine. Um, Oh, wait. Well, I was going to talk about the chupacabra. I don't know. Um, I guess I'll just say it. Like, I feel like a lot of people know the chupacabra. But anyway, the, chup- the chupacabra is just like a monster that is believed to drain the blood of his victims. His victims are usually, I mean, they're just animals. So it has been seen in Puerto Rico, Nicaragua, Chile, and Mexico. And um, it terrorizes farms and is responsible for like animal mutilations. Um, killing livestock, killing goats, cattle, horses. And this actually happens, like people do find their animals with two holes on their neck and like just their blood completely drained and nobody even knows why. And that's the Chupacabra. It's like, that's his story. And I feel like he's for real. It's not just a legend because how do you explain that? And people have seen it too. So does that count as a legend? Yes. I don't know. I think so. But I think so. Um, sorry if y'all hear yelling. That's my daughter. She's going through this screaming phase right now. <laughs> like, she's screaming on the top of her lungs right now. So I have to like mute every now and then. <laughs> but that's oh, it. Man. I chose those stories. Um, they're my favorite, especially La Pascualita, because I am very intrigued and I want to go visit her one day. <laughs> to see what all the buzz is about but there's a lot more stories from mexico these are just like the basic ones um we'll probably do like another part i'm i would be excited to do another part yes definitely i'm excited okay so um we're traveling to japan now um (laughs) and (laughs) virtually traveling to japan um and i picked from this website it's called webmagazine.com and it's basically the top four scariest urban legends in japan and let me tell you they have something against women because <laughs> all four of these stories are women <laughs> and it just shows that we are scary and we are strong <laughs> so i'm gonna take it as a positive there you go <laughs> so i'm probably gonna butcher all these names so just bear with me um this first one is called Deke Deke Tiki Tiki. I don't know. 
<laughs> there's a song <laughs> so there's so many different versions of the story I'm going to just kind of like hit all the versions and then there is a long one that I'm going to talk about in a little bit so basically it's this woman or young woman or um school girl who said who they say that she fell in like a railway line and basically lost like the, the lower half of her body from the train um so they say that she turned into an honorio which is called a vengeful spirit so they say that she lurks in urban areas around the train stations at night and since she no longer has her lower body half, Ash, you're going to love this. She chases everybody by dragging her upper body half with her arms and elbows. Great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we I know how much you love them. crawling spirits. Oh, yes. So I she, love them. But what I, when I say chase, I mean, like, inhuman chase. Like, she is, like running after you on her you know like army crawl running after chasing you um and some legends say that she um she's just crawling and chasing after you um there's other legends that say that she's holding like a knife or something to like cut your legs off too um there's diff so many different versions um another one is Another version of it is that there's this woman who died um, when she got her legs severed at the train station. And according to this, this theory or this other version of it is she actually haunts the bathroom stalls, asking occupants if they know where her legs are. And okay. basically, Sorry. if they give the wrong answer or if she feels like that answer is unacceptable, then she will rip their legs off or she'll like sever their legs off. And Pretty much like the individuals are survive, but yeah, it's there's so many different stories. So I'm gonna go ahead and cover this long legend of hers. I'm gonna try to make it short. Um so there's another version that said in the years of World War II, an office worker in I can't even pronounce this. There's this office worker who was assaulted and raped by American military personnel. That night, she leaped off the bridge onto the railroad track and she was hit by an oncoming train. The impact was so forceful that her body tore in half, hence making her lose like her lower half of her body. Um, she crawled all the way to the train station and was seen by an attendant. Instead of trying to help her, the station attendant just covered her with a plastic tarp and she died slowly. So that they say that's what made her turn into like a vengeful spirit um, because nobody helped. She was raped. Nobody helped her. She just died like this agonizing death. So she woke up like from at the afterlife pissed so off. Yeah. So basically, three days after hearing this story. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. I lost my place. So according to legend, three days after hearing this story, you will see the ghost of a woman with no lower half. The ghost is that of the woman that was hit by the train. Um, some legends say that when some legends say that she'll either call you like all over the phone, which is kind of like um, what's that movie called? The, the Ring. Ring. Yeah, she'll call you. She'll call you like on the phone or say like 
have you seen my legs? Like asking you for her legs. There's another version that says that um, you'll see her in your dreams and she'll ask you where her legs are. And then, of course, um, another version is that if she sees kids like around the urban areas, she'll basically like chase them, especially like around the train station. And if it's real late at night, she'll basically chase them down the train station, army crawl, chasing them. Oh, my God. With a knife trying to cut off their legs. What? (laughs) (laughs) For real? Yes. Oh my God. So many, there's take... so many different stories. <laughs> it takes three days for her to well, find like, what is this? So, like in this version that I just say, they say it'll, it'll be three days. You'll either see her in your dreams. There's one version that she'll call you and she'll ask you where her legs are. And then the other one is that she'll meet you in your in your dreams and ask you where her legs are. Wait, is it business Mm-mm. days? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> business days? <laughs> Sin, man, I thought we're friends here, bro. Like I was I was already gonna do that, but now she knows. And I was I was like debating on whether I should like mention that. So after I tell you the story, you're supposed to see her in three days. I'm just gonna say it. Throw everybody off. I I was literally gonna get one of those fake phone numbers from the text app and text Ashley. Have you seen my leg? Oh my god, guys! If it helps, I read this story like four days ago. So okay. <laughs> after I read it so like I read the I read this version right and I was like oh oh that's horrible oh my god after you read this story you'll see her in seven uh, three days so I was like what oh my god <laughs> my stage give me my stage <laughs> give me so my stage all of y'all listening let us know in three days which is Wednesday let us know Wednesday make sure, make sure y'all all check in with us okay I want to make sure y'all are okay <laughs> yeah. Well, like this legend of I don't know how to pronounce it. I shouldn't have pronounced it. I think it's Teke Teke. Um, it's so broad and there's so many different versions of it, and there's so many different ways to like see her. Who knows what's real? I tried looking up on Reddit and I found like different versions of it on Reddit too. Um I even like on Wattpad, like people write different stories about her too. So I, it's pretty interesting. Like it's so broad and it's it's pretty cool. So y'all should look it up. Um, there's another one. And this one is kind of freaky. You'll love this one too, Ash. Um, I'm going to butcher this one too. It's called Kushisaki Ona. And it's the slit mouth woman. So, this oh, so one of the most popular versions of this says that during a dental procedure, This woman was laying down while her dentist was um, doing a procedure in her mouth on one of her teeth. And there was some kind of chemical or there was like something in the office that smelled really bad and she couldn't sit still. So she kept like fidgeting because the smell was bothering her. Well, she was fidgeting so much that the dentist accidentally slit her mouth literally like from ear to ear. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like the joke. So she died from bleeding. Um, there's other versions that says that her mouth was slit by a woman who was jealous of her beauty, or that her mouth was filled with numerous sharp teeth, causing the mouth to be cut from the inside out. There's again, there's so many different versions of this one. So basically, um, sh- this woman died with her mouth open, and 
just imagine this. So in in Japan, it's it's very familiar with everybody that especially around flu season, like everybody's always wearing a mask or whatever. So just imagine you're walking down the way and this woman just like blocks your path. And she comes up to you and she says, and she's wearing a surgical mask. She steps out of the shadows. She blocks your path and she asks you, am I beautiful? And before you can even answer her, she tears off her mask, revealing like this hideous deformed face of her mouth being slit from ear to ear and she's smiling and she's screaming, am I beautiful now? And you're terrified, terrified, you're struggling to answer her. But if you say no, she pulls out a huge pair of scissors and kills you immediately chopping off the head. If you say yes, she takes her scissors and slices your mouth from ear to ear, making you look just like her. Well, bitch, oh, hell no. don't I get uh-uh. a good option? If you, try to, <laughs> if you try to run away, she will hunt you down and kill you by slicing you in two. So basically, like, chopping you in half. Dude. Either the way only way fucked. to escape her is to give a non-comical answer. So basically, you have to say, eh, you look average. Oh. <laughs> Literally, that's what it's said. You're right. so you basically yeah you basically yeah you're right you look oh my god and she'll she'll basically like look at you and like be confused which this will give you enough time to like run away from her and she doesn't come after you (laughs) she doesn't come after you because she's standing there like what the hell what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) just said he just called me basic Leave it to Japan, man, to like come up with these urban legends and stuff. There's another legend too. Um, years ago in Japan, there was a beautiful young woman who was an extremely vain. She was self-absorbed. Her husband was very jealous and brutal man. He became convinced that she was cheating on him. And in a fit rage, he took a sword and slit her mouth from ear to ear. So that's another version of it. Like, there's so many different versions of the story. It's crazy. Just, I mean, all of these urban legends, there's so many different stories on it. It's, it's insane. And, you know, like, as years and decades go on, people add more and more versions to it. So it's never ending. I can go on and on and on. My God. Um. So... Fun fact, though, about this, in 2004, South Korea um, was plagued with reports um, by a woman wearing a red mask who was chasing chasing children. In 2007, a coroner found some old records from the late 1970s about a woman who was chasing little children but was hit by a car and died shortly after, and her mouth was ripped ear to ear. What? So, is yeah. it legend? Is it fact? Who knows? It's oh weird. my god! Right when I found those facts, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yep, it's never insane. going to Japan. That confirms it. It's haunted. Oh my gosh! Mm-mm. Nope. Pretty cool though. It is okay. Um, my next one. What did I just say? Take it, take it. No. (laughs) The creepy, creepy woman joker. I'm going to call her the woman joker. This next one is pretty short. It's kind of sad. So this one's uh, 
Ah, oh my God. Um, I sound so stupid right now. It's Hikiko-san. So Hikiko was a girl who was physically and who was physically and mentally mistreated by her parents. The beatings were so bad that they caused physical um, deformations like on her body. Because of this, like everybody at school bullied her. They made fun of her. They threw stuff at her. They called her names. And what made matters worse is that the teachers did nothing to stop the bullying. They just basically turned a blind eye and like let it happen. They mind, they're basically like minding their own business. So from this point, there's again, two versions of the story. The short version says that she committed suicide. Um, basically like she committed suicide after class. And there's another version that um, Basically, every day after class, she would walk home and she ended up finding a kitten. Oh, this is kind of sad too. I'm sorry, Gato. Um, She ended up finding a kitten. Well, taking, secretly taking care of this kitten, like basically lifted up her spirits. And this was like her baby. Like this is what she looked forward to every day before she went home to her horrible parents. Like this made her happy. Well, some of the bullies at the school noticed that she was a little bit more like happy and brighter and like they can kind of tell like something changed well one day these bullies followed her after school into the woods and they saw her holding the kitten and taking care of the kitten well these little jerks decided to take the kitten one day after school she went over there to the woods looking for the kitten she couldn't find the kitten um she ends up going back to the school because she heard these bullies like taunting her they left like a note like where um she had the kitten that basically said like meet us at the school parking lot if you want to see your kitten again or whatever so she goes back to the school they're in the parking lot and they're holding the kitten and at this point there uh there's a teacher that's walking to her car and she gets into the car and she's starting a car starting the car well they tie the kitten around the rope and then the car takes off well what she does to save the kitten she jumps onto the rope she switches around like underneath the rope to protect the kitten so she's holding the kitten and like shielding it with her body so she basically dies um saving the kitten so she's dragged like the car drove like several kilometers like with her clutching onto the rope protecting the kitten um, before the teacher even like realized like what was going on or like what the thud sounds were. So by the time the teacher stopped, she she had so much blood loss and like she had so many injuries. She ended up she ended up dying. The kitten lived, but she basically sacrificed herself, um, saving the cat. And two days later, the the three bullies were found dead. And legend has it that this girl is seen around schools. And what she does is she basically like cleans house. So like in Japan, if there's especially uh, wherever I couldn't find exactly like what's I think it's just very broad, like whatever school in Japan, if there's a bully and if they're bullying somebody like purposely like to physically harm them, like the way she was harmed, she'll go and like take them out for whoever the, the victim is. So. A lot of people say that she's described as a girl in a white dress with long black hair. I don't know if this sounds familiar, but um, she is actually, um, she, she's, um, what is that movie called? The Ring. 
she was um what's that word what she was inspiration for the movie the ring but in japan it was called sadaku so i don't know if y'all know sadaku was aka the ring japan first came out came out with the movie first and then they made the american version which is the ring but she was inspiration for that movie Wow. Whoa. Yeah. It's it's pretty sad, but she became a vengeful spirit to take everybody out. I would too. Damn. Someone bullied me, I whooped their ass. Yeah. After death. Um <laughs> and before death. It's pretty intense. Some of these urban legends are pretty intense. So this next one's kind of weird. This one's called Hanaku Sun. And this is called The Girl in the Bathroom. And it's very weird. So Oh great. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready, Ash? Mm, no. But go ahead. So, Hanaku-san is a Japanese urban legend about the ghost of a young girl that's supposed to haunt school's toilets. Opening and closing the doors and scaring anyone who enters the bathroom. If you knock on her stall and call her name, she'll come out from the toilet and she'll drag you to hell. What the hell? <laughs> I told you it was weird. What is what? she doing on the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So <laughs> it's so random, yeah. So basically, um in one of the versions, it was a girl who committed suicide in a school bathroom or was killed by abusive parents, which is kind of similar to um Hikusan. Uh, there's like a difference between the both of them. Um, so she's very similar to the girl from before. Um, but basically she just haunts the bathrooms and People say, like, if you play hide and seek and say her name three times in the bathroom and then knock on the stall three times, um, you'll hear her say her name. And I found it's almost like a ritual almost like to summon her. Um, but basically, like, if you don't do this ritual right, she'll drag you into the toilet and take you to hell with her. Oh, it's very how in the hell. There's <laughs> another my fat ass gonna fit okay. in the toilet. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> one that comes out from the toilet, right? So the children's challenge and their classmates to summon this girl is that you have to is that she's in the third bathroom stall, and basically it's one version is that she comes out from the toilet and she drags you. Um, there's another version that it's not her. It's actually a three-headed lizard that comes out of the toilet and drags you to hell. What? How did they go from a girl to a lizard? Yeah, there's like so many different versions of the story. It's crazy. (laughs) Well, I'd rather be taken by a lizard than a girl. (laughs) You'd rather be taken by a lizard than a girl? Yeah. What? Hope Slenderman does not show up. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd rather be taken by a Slenderman than a lizard than a girl. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so like it so apparently like the girl in the bathroom is very so it she's basically like Japan's version of Bloody Mary. Oh wow. that's the only way I could like put it. She's Japan's version of Bloody Mary. So you go into the bathroom, you knock on the third stall three times, you say her name three times, you wait, you don't hear anything, you're okay. 
but if you hear her, you're supposed to try to run away before she gets you or any other version before the three-headed lizard takes you to hell with them. Wow. I want to play this game. <laughs> no, no. I'm kind of curious. I really do. Yeah, and there's so many. Was it great? Another reason not to use the restroom anymore. <laughs> I'm with you, Sin. I'm with you. Hey, there's, what is it? There's Bloody Mary. There's Candyman. Now there's Hanaku-san. <laughs> Baby Blue. Baby Blue. What was it? The there's, other restroom legend, Baby Blue. Oh, Baby. Baby is Boy. Baby Blue-Eyed Boy or something like Baby that? Baby Blue Eyes. Baby Blue Eyes. Oh, don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Blue Eyes, Baby Blue <laughs> Are you scared? Oh, don't be scared. I already have stuff haunting me in the Russian. Sin, same, same. So those are the four, the four urban legends that I chose for Japan. There's so many of them. <clears throat> a lot of them involve, like I said in the beginning of the episode, a lot of them involves um, like towns, abandoned towns and haunted towns. And I really had to stop myself from like doing those because I think it would be really good to do it for like our haunted towns episode. But yeah, there's so much, so many like legends of Japan. It's crazy. But I thought all of these were kind of interesting. And also they're all women. So like I said, we're strong and scary. Even in the afterlife. <laughs> So Those be careful. Be careful, Tim. Tim, I know you're listening. If I go before you, I will come back and haunt you in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tim. And, and the train stations. I did not like that one, gonna be honest. I'm not gonna lie. Uh that take it that thicky take it take it one was kind of got me. Like that was creepy. Like, imagining something chasing you like Mm-mm army cross style no like okay that is the worst i i've played it but like call of duty the zombies has anybody played call of duty please say yes i know tim has <laughs> i have yeah. but like have you ever seen like right before you hit the next level like the crawler have you ever left like the crawler there like to get like all your weapons and stuff like okay imagine that and, like you know how like it's crawling around real slow okay but imagine this but like 20,000 times faster just chasing you nope yep Mm -mm. with the knife trying to chop your legs off ash see like girl you know what it's like to have your legs chopped off come on (laughs) don't chop off other people's and then the other one what was it the slit mouth woman um oh yeah that's creepy i don't like that yeah you're gonna see her in three days so. <laughs> oh wait is it her or the other one i forgot see i already forgot and i did the research see i uh no the the mouth girl just reminds me of like a girl version of joker but yeah that's yeah. what it reminded me of a girl version of the joker so we have the japan version of the joker and then we have the uh, japan version of sorry my the, the, my fingers pop of bloody mary yeah it's pretty nice. interesting. So I had fun. Isn't it kind of cool like to see like urban legends from around the world, but like different versions and you're like, hey, this one reminds me of like, you know, our version of this, our version of Mm -hmm. that. 
Well, also too, I think it's interesting, like especially in Japan, a lot of their urban legends like evolve around women. And I've you know never what? what? I mean, I don't know, like is there a pattern like here? Like is there urban legends that evolve around women mostly? I feel like in Mexico they're mostly about heartbreak. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? I think it's just like women are so like emotional, you know what I mean? And like we know how to hold a grudge. And I think I can see like even in the afterlife, like <laughs> if we die pissed off, we're gonna come back as a spirit pissed off too. I can see that. <laughs> I can see why all these legends evolve around women. Yeah. yeah. Like there was one that I remember, um, I don't know if it was in Italy or not. That's why I didn't say it, but it was like these two lovers wanted to be together, but they couldn't. And the woman was promised to like some other man and she ended up escaping, but her dad was a king and he ordered her lover to be killed. And on the same night that she escaped to go find him, he, they were killing him. And like, I forgot what it's called, but it's like a, it's in like Spanish or Italian or something. And it's like basically, you know, like in California, like the Santa Ana winds, it's kind of yeah. like that. Like it's a big thunderstorm with so much wind. And it's basically like the legend is that they couldn't be together in real life. And she found out that her lover had died. So she threw herself into the lake and killed herself. And now like they come back to every year to that same, same day, same time um, in that land. And it's like heavy wind storming and like it's dark and like you know gross and it's basically like their lover's revenge like because they couldn't be together or something like that hmm. interesting yeah you know what i was thinking about tim's yeah. listening to all of these stories and now he's gonna crawl on army crawl and chase me around the apartment <laughs> great tim i just want to tell you if you do that when I go over to your house, I, I will not be nice to you. She'll kick you in the nose. <laughs> I have a question and it's like super random. Cause we're not talking about that, but I just looked at my cat and his eye is like really red. It's mm -hmm. weird. Like one eye looks like red and cloudy and the other one looks normal. And he wasn't like this this morning. I know cats, like, Tim would probably know, but they have a thing with their eyes, like. Is it changing? Because his eyes used to be blue, now they're green. And now the one that's red looks they're, like it just has a little line. Like the other one is a circle. It's just so there's weird. Sickness, there's sickness, like, if they get sick or whatever, like, you'll see it in their eyes. Like, the goo mm. and stuff starts kind of, like, they're all um, about their eyes. Okay, well, I mean, he's fine. He's chilling or whatever. I'm sure if he was in pain, he would be whining. But mm. I just saw it and I saw his eye was red right now when I turned around and I was like, wait, what's going on? What's I wanted to I wanted to answer T from QTN Overdrive. I saw your message earlier about um culture guys. We actually covered that covered that in episode 16. Um do you remember when I was talking about Joe Beth Williams? Um where she fell into the, she did the scene where she was like in the swimming pool and like all the skeletons popped out. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and she found out after she did the scene that they were actually like real skeletons. Real skeleton. They weren't. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just, he mentioned that. Hmm. 
Mm. Yeah. So T, I'm going to call you T. We give everybody names around here. <laughs> Nicknames. Yes, we're going to call you T. Um, on episode, on our episode 16, um, we did like haunted movie sets. If you want to check it out, we actually covered that too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, who else did I miss? Um... I know um, Sean said that he's digging these urban legends, so we should probably do a part two. We should. So we do have an announcement for everybody announcement time so i don't want to say this is our last live show because it's not we're planning on doing more in the future but next sunday we are actually going to be back in the studio to record an actual studio episode for you guys um yay Yay. (laughs) finally I miss the studio. There's still going to be social distancing going on. We're going to take, you know, proper measures to make sure we're still being safe. Um, But we are going to be back in the studio next Sunday. So we are not going to go live because we're going to be pre-recording an episode for the following Sunday. If that makes sense. Y'all know, I explained this weird thing. We record the (laughs) same Sunday, we release a new episode. So next Sunday, the episode that we'll be releasing is actually going to be this live show. Um, Tim's going to edit it, make the um, quality of the audio better, um, throw in our intro music, and then we're going to upload this episode next Sunday. So technically, we're not going to have a new episode until the following Sunday. Um, But we'll be on social media. We'll plan something this coming week, maybe watch party or um, what was that movie we're supposed to watch? Sin, you told us about it. What was it called? Oh, it was that uh, um, crap. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot it. Great. Oh, smile, smiley or smile, smiley. Smiley. Yeah, maybe we'll do like a watch party on Facebook or we can do another Netflix watch party. Like we'll figure something out. But mm-hmm. um, but this isn't going to be our last live show. We are going to plan some later on. Um, but it's been fun seeing y'all every Sunday and chatting with y'all live. Do y'all like the live shows? I feel like they do. Betty, yes. <laughs> we don't win yet. Ooh. Ooh. T, hold on. You're sending us some good information, T. I know. T, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> we're best friends with all of our scary dolls. She sounds so like how do, you, ah. how do you say that? I'll... I'll do what? I'll do ways? I'll do what? I'll do ways changes into the... Ah. Ooh. Hi, Lena. I kind of like that she appears as a beautiful woman yeah. and then all of a sudden she turns into women. See, a I figure. told you, women are scary creatures. Don't mess with us. Oh, definitely. Are you just on Podbean or are you on like iTunes, Spotify and all that too? Just Podbean. Okay, awesome. We'll definitely follow you and check you out. Thanks for checking us out. Yeah, thanks. Party. Podcast party. (laughs)
I think podcast party. I think too. I really I agree with you, T. Like live shows are really fun. Like and also too, like I feel like we get more exposure and like new listeners come through and kind of be like, hey, like what are they talking about? And it's really fun interacting with everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening, T. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We'll definitely check you out. Oh, that Sorry, was Benny. yeah. Benny started barking. <laughs> He's <laughs> our hurry up, mom. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, guys, we'll be back in the studio next Sunday. I'm sorry, we're not going to do a live show. We're going to try to get back into the routine. But like I said, we are going to plan live shows down the line. Um, maybe we'll do like one studio, one live, or two studios, three, four studios, one live. We'll figure something out and we'll yeah. make it special for you guys. Um, and maybe the, with the live shows, we'll have y'all pick the topic again. I know y'all had a lot of fun. Yeah, with I like that. That was a good idea. Yeah. Thank you, T. You have a great night, too. Stay safe. But yes, guys. Um, yeah, so we'll be back in the studio. But make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Scary Not Scary Podcast. Check out our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. Email us, message us. Our email is scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow our YouTube channel. We're actually going to record a YouTube video this coming week. Yay! It's going to be fun. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited for that. And then. Maybe we can go live on Instagram right before we record again. Yeah. yeah sure. Y'all cool. can see our great reunion. So make sure you follow <laughs> our Instagram too. <laughs> Guys, Aww. I haven't, we have not been in the studio at all since we've been in quarantine. I have not seen Drew at all. Like, we miss our team. I know. So, I haven't seen yeah. Ashley. I know. And I see Gottel because me and Gottel work together. Yeah, we work yeah. together. Yeah. So it's going to be fun having the whole gang back together, but we are going to still, you know, stay safe, mask, six feet apart, social distance. We'll make it work. Yeah. Drew, Drew said that he has a plan. So we trust in the Drew. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, check out our Patreon as well if you want to support us on Patreon. Oh, and shout out to my husband, Tim. If you are if you are gamers, he um, started his own YouTube channel. It's called Mr. Fan Tim on YouTube. <laughs> As the episode's out, he's probably blushing right now. <laughs> check him out on YouTube. Um, I'll post his link on our Facebook too. If y'all don't know who he is, he's our editing director. He edits all of our episodes. He is awesome. He's now he's now a YouTuber as well. So check him out. Show show your support to him as well. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again for listening. We love you guys. We're gonna miss spending every Sunday with y'all, but we're still here. Message here social media. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night. I remember to stay home, stay safe, and remember to always stay, stay safe. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. We love y'all. Bye.